We have been, over the last few years, recognized as one of those places with very vibrant civil society. Um, during the war years, it was the activities of civil society that kind of brought a lot of the issues that were happening to the bear of the rest of the world. We had the churches involved, the mocks involved, women's group, youth groups. So it was really a collaboration of different sectors of civil society working. Liberia was recognized as a failed state, so beyond fragility, we were failed. Mm -hmm. There was nothing functional within that country. It was civil society, I would say, women's groups in communities, keeping the economy going at the basic level. It was the religious groups that were also trying to keep the justice structure running. So every little group identified what they could do in their different areas and had it going, even in the midst of failure, as the word declared us a failed state. And 12 years into democracy, would say, and close to 15 years after the signing of the peace agreement, Liberia... And civil society in Liberia is struggling like many civil society organizations in different places in the world. Today, we constantly hear that the space for civil society to operate is shrinking. And most times, people tend to place it squarely on the shoulders of the regime, the powers that be. All the governments are doing everything in their will and power to ensure that civil society does not function the way they are supposed to function, which is true. In many countries, repressive regimes make it difficult for civil society to function. So if you're talking about what is the rule or what is necessary for any nation to have a vibrant civil society, you would say space, voice, and resources. 